0: Hello and welcome to Man's Not What, Season 1, Episode 14.
1: My name's Holly and I live in a pop culture black hole. Luckily for me, my mate John Bass, say hi John. Brr, rock it up! He has got his finger on the pulse and he's going to be educating me each week with the latest pop culture references from Twitter, Instagram, your grand's old phone in her spare room. Yeah. Um, that... That lady you always see at the bus stop and she always gives you leaflets to community events. Yeah, Marjorie. Marjorie. Lovely girl. She's really nice. She I'm is yet sweet. to go to one of those events.
0: Yeah, well, I went to one of those events. It was that thing you took me to, the theatre, uh, that was actually just in like a village hall.
1: And it was a five-hour play about religion <laughs> and you're an atheist. My favourite, yeah. Perfect. Yeah, it's
0: perfect. Um, how are you feeling, mate? Are you on the road to recovery?
1: I'm on that road... I've not yet got to the T junction onto Health Lane. Yeah. Um but I'm getting there. I hope that all the listeners can appreciate my new sexy voice.
0: Yeah. And if you hear Holly either like ducking away halfway through a sentence, it's probably cuz she's coughing. So Yeah. or she might just cough and splutter down the mic directly.
1: Hopefully.
0: Hopefully. And you'll probably be able to hear her do that cuz most of the weeks everyone's like I can't really hear Holly.
1: And um, this will be the one week when everyone's yeah. like, I heard Holly, she was like spitting all over the microphone. <laughs> she
0: was just coughing constantly. Way. Yeah, just it gross. Um but yeah, so you're feeling better. We've obviously had to delay the pod yeah. in order to get you back to a point where you had a voice because you didn't have one.
1: I didn't. I couldn't speak on Sunday, which was good for the people who were closest to me. <laughs> you're, not John Bass though, because no. obviously you were podcastless. Big time. But thanks to our loyal listeners for waiting more days. Yeah and what
0: we're going to do is immediately after recording this lovely episode for you we're going to do a very uh quick bonus episode. Basically i found 20 nightmare dilemmas and you and I are going to take it on mate. We're going to try our best to solve those dilemmas. I can't
1: bloody wait.
0: It's going to be good. Shall we find out what's coming up in this week's show?
1: Yeah. Come on mate.
0: This week on Man's Not What, we find out about Maya Jammers, Hugh Janus, Drake in the UK and the Old Town Road remix. So, story one. Um, do you remember Billy Ray Cyrus?
1: Yeah, he's Miley Cyrus' dad.
0: Correct. Don't break my heart, my, my break your heart.
1: heart. I, I just
0: don't think you'll understand. understand. Classic. Such a banger. Um well he's um he's jumped on a remix for a, a song called Old Town Road. Have you heard this?
1: Never heard of that.
0: Okay, let me give you let me give you the backstory. Let me give you some some colour to this whole. Um basically it's a song by um I guess you'd describe him as a as a rapper, but he's just he's an artist basically. He's called Lil Nas X. Isn't that well
1: there is a rapper called Nas. Correct,
0: but this is just a, a new young artist, and um, whether he's, like, just taking the names, he thinks people like Nas. And it I'll sounds
1: just... like a mum and dad have got a divorce, and then, like, <laughs> he's, yeah. like, related to that terrible breakup in some way. Yeah,
0: it's like little Wayne, Nas, and Malcolm X um, all came together and, like, created a child, and he's like, yeah, I'm little Nas X. Um, so anyway, he had a song out called Old Town Road, and originally it was on the country chart, uh, And it was doing really well, and then basically the billboard, which are the kind of governing body, said that it's not actually country, so they took him off. Which is, a lot of people are kicking up, sort of, you know, there's a little bit of kind of racial undertones to that, sort of saying like, how can you take it off, it's a country record.
1: What, so they took the rapper off the section of the song?
0: No, they took him off the chart.
1: Whoa! Like the collaboration just got removed.
0: It just got, you know, like you have a, in America. You don't you have, have like one a country chart. chart exactly.
1: You have like a rock. They chart. They took
0: him off the country chart.
1: But surely that's up to the the consumer, like the listeners. Yeah,
0: it? it's weird, right? Oh, wow. So whether or not he did this as like a, a purposeful act or not, essentially what he's done is he's enlisted the help of country legend, Billy Ray Cyrus, to jump on a remix.
1: Ah, nice, okay Yeah? Yeah, I see where this is going Right,
0: and this remix has blown up, son It's gone massive Is
1: it good?
0: Well, do you want me to play a little bit?
1: Yeah So
0: basically, um, there's a little clip here of uh, Billy Ray Cyrus and Lil Nas X previewing this in the studio This has had 23 million views already This is just a clip that Billy Ray Cyrus released um, on his Twitter 170,000 retweets, half a million likes
1: Wow, that is some big reaction.
0: Epic reaction. So I'm going to play you a little bit of this uh, and see what you think. Let's see if I can get this going. Come on, man. Great. Get ready for the drop hole. Sit. Ready? Cheers!
1: cool it's alright is it yeah I quite like that
0: bit of a banger like it's got a nice it's got a nice vibe about it like it's
1: yeah
0: I quite like it I've got to be honest I, I'm kind of very sceptical of like most new music and it seems fairly kind of like I don't know glib and light hearted I guess but I quite like it it's good yeah I like that I
1: can imagine that coming on yeah what, what, what scenario would you be in that song's coming on
0: I up? reckon like in a pub after like a sporting event that England have just won and everyone's had a couple of pints, they're about four pints in, so they're at that point where they're like, a fancy a little bit of a boogie. Someone drops that, and then people are like, Yeah, do you know what? I'm having a bit of this. And they start getting involved.
1: And then Barry's booze is just full of all the lads yeah, having a great time. The
0: bloody lads. Um, but yeah, so do you like it? It's alright, is it?
1: I quite like it, yeah.
0: Yeah, so guess what? Now it's back in the country Billboard charts. Nice. The remix, and I think it's number one now, so...
1: Go Nil um, Nas X. Yeah.
0: A fair play, I and mean, he seems like... When I've seen him interview, he seems like a really nice lad, and he basically's like, why can't we have country records that sound like this? Like, what's the, what's the problem? Yeah. And I was thinking about it, and I was thinking, do you know what? He's absolutely spot on. Like, there's loads of examples of, of genres, like, crossing over, and none more so than, like, hip-hop and, like, rock and roll. So, like... Do you remember Run DMC and Aerosmith?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah? So, yeah. obviously that's like a, a big one. So, what I was thinking is, if you had to create like a crossover song, two genres, like which two would you blend together?
1: I would blend...
0: <laughs> what, what you can't see there, obviously, is that out of nowhere, Holly just lifts up a little book from behind. <laughs> and, um, yeah, go on then. I would this.
1: blend Grime.
0: Oh, shit.
1: And... New Metal.
0: Wow. What would you call it? New Grind.
1: Gretel. <laughs> Gretel.
0: <laughs> good. That's good. And which artists would you like to fuse together?
1: I would like to fuse. I feel like I'm on a game show. Mm. I'm, I'm leaning up to the mic as well, so I'm sort of pleading with the audience. Yeah. I would like to blend JME yeah. and System of a Down, please, John.
0: Wow. That's quite a blend. I could see that, though. I could see that. I could see the crossover. There was a little um, movement for a while, and I can't remember what it was called now, that was kind of like grime.
1: Do you mean like Limp Bizkit and stuff No, like no, that? no.
0: I mean actual grime and new metal bands doing stuff oh, together. Okay. Uh, was it, someone was it the
1: album I put out? Holly's Gretel.
0: Holly's Gretel. Hansel and Gretel.
1: Holly and Gretel.
0: Holly and Gretel. There you go. That's perfect. So I
1: go. So I'd blend, I'd blend those two together.
0: Yeah, that's all right. Actually, yeah. I could I could picture that.
1: What would you blend, John?
0: It's a good question. I would. I mean, so the obvious answer is like hip hop and something else because I love hip hop. So I'm going to try and avoid that. Um, I think that there, because I quite like house music in the summer. I think it's a really good genre, and I feel like there's definitely room to bring back like classical music and house music, that, uh, which it has been done before but i feel like we're now at a space and time where it's time to bring that sound back so yeah i'd like to hear some like um johann sebastian bach <laughs> like over some i don't know just like a zidio de bass <laughs> or some shit like that
1: what would you call it
0: uh classical house <laughs> i guess
1: classical house is good
0: yeah yeah cuz it's like classic house yeah like classical cool house
1: yeah oh is classic house a subgenre
0: yeah, there's loads of subgenres mate. Okay. Millions.
1: I quite like that. Endless.
0: Yeah. I think it'd be good. Like, I'm pretty sure that it's actually got like a style. I think it's called like Renaissance House. Nice. So that. Basically.
1: Now, not to make a competition out of this, but I do think we should start a Twitter poll and say. Yeah, what would you Would like you to? rather listen to Gretel or <laughs> Classical House?
0: Yes, let's do that. Let's do that. No, we should make a competition over it. Yeah. That's good. I think Gretel will win because it sounds better yeah. <laughs> sounds more interesting because I don't think we've heard that really before no that's good alright do you want to go to the next one yeah this is also music related
1: okay great For story
0: two do you I don't know if you're familiar with a rap artist called Drake
1: yes Drake I am very much interested in this topic
0: okay well he's in the UK at the moment did you know it
1: no doesn't text me or anything. <laughs> Unbelievable. How rude.
0: Well, we'll get into we'll get into something similar to what you just said there. Okay. Um, so he's been in the UK doing his tour. Uh, he's had a lot of praise for, and rightly so, in my opinion, for what he's done for the UK urban scene in terms of like he promotes the UK a lot and he does a lot for emerging artists and he's brought out uh, your mate gigs at his show. He's brought Big up gigs. Big up gigs. Uh, Jay Huss. Do you know Jay Huss? No okay um, came in a black bins, left in a white one yeah.
1: that's the name of a band
0: well, no one of his songs oh no came in a black bins, left in a white one I and thought you back.
1: said like something like brought in the black bins took out the green bins
0: <laughs> it's a recycling based grind it's like grind.
1: Wednesday's recycling day yeah
0: well that could be one of the Gretel lyrics yeah, yeah. it's like
1: the council's coming round get your bins out <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Better put your bins out.
0: Better not shout. Oh mate, you got good, bars. You got that sick bars. Um, Lethal Bizzle was there.
1: Yeah.
0: Cause you like Pow, don't you? That's yeah, I do.
1: I love Pow. Anyone out there knows the song Pow? If you, I mean, if, if you, you don't, don't, just please listen to
0: it. Yeah, there's a few Americans who listen. Uh, if you've never heard Lethal Bizzle Pow, it's quite a moment in time. Uh, for UK music, so yeah, look it up, man. Pow. I think
1: there's a lyric in it that goes something like, "Fire, fire, son, if you don't like killer, killer, you can suck your mum."
0: Yeah, which seems reasonable.
1: It's a good lyric.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's another I don't know one why I which went is, there. <laughs> "I'll crack your skull." Yeah. I'll leave you fucked up in a wheelchair if you try to test this evil breath.
1: It's a really sweet ballad. Yeah,
0: lovely song about Very love. Kind. Yeah, but. That is a hype tune and when it comes on it you're really getting, you are getting grimy.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Drake originally took a little bit of flack for when he announced his tour because the tickets were um, being billed at like 140 quid for standing wow. tickets but since like he's brought the show over people have been really happy, Like he's getting absolute rave reviews uh, and there's mm-hmm. been a lot of quite funny banter about the fact that he keeps bringing up all these artists that people like guessing who he's going to bring, it out, bring it out next. Um, who would you like to see? Like, who would be the most unbelievable person that you could like pull so out on stage? So who's he
1: brought out so far?
0: Gigs, uh, Jay oh, Hart, right, okay. Lethal Bizzle, etc. Et so everyone's
1: getting surprised, like, oh my god, where did like, he come from? Yeah, oh
0: my god, there's like all these artists that so people just like. It's not like he's just bringing the same person out each night. It's like every night it's a new artist, and
1: you can't predict it. It's yeah. just here's a new one.
0: So, like, who would be the most like unbelievable person?
1: I'd get, like, an old team from an old Ramsey's Kitchen Nightmares episode. <laughs> and I'd just get, like, you know, like, here's the... So, guys, here's the team from the shipyard in Warrington. You, you knew how they were doing in 2009 at the peak of the financial crash. Well, here they are on stage tonight.
0: And they just come out what, and just stand there. Yeah,
1: and they're chef whites.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good, actually. I'd quite like to see them bring out, like... Uh, also, rands from like X Factor series gone by, like Drake's there and it's like a big up Rachel and a Deji, Yeah, just put uh, people like that would be really good. Kira with us, <laughs> just like retros <laughs> yeah. like that. I'd quite like to see that. Diane Vickers. Oh yeah, that's the, out of that
1: list. That's the only person I recognise. Yeah,
0: I'm 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 quite a fan of like Katie Weasel of like remembering <laughs> randoms from that show because they're just. They're just great.
1: Yeah.
0: Wagner.
1: Is Wagner...
0: He was an X-Factor guy. I
1: thought you'd go back to Classical House.
0: <laughs> he could be part of it. Yes. Oh,
1: sick. Big up
0: Wagner. Yeah, big up Wagner. Um, so, yeah, I'd like to see like retros like that. Or, on a serious note, I'd like to see like proper like old-school legend like Mark Morrison. Imagine doing Return of the Mat uh, with Drake. That would, you be, talking. that would be sick. Yeah. So, yeah, I'd, I'd quite like to see that. Um... So, you know you said Drake didn't texture. Yeah. Imagine for a minute now that Drake is actually your mate, yeah? And okay. He, and he drops you a line and How says... How
1: did we meet?
0: Um, he heard the pod and he was like, fuck, this is the future He's podcast. one of our
1: American listeners.
0: Exactly. And he messages you on social media and says, like, here's my number, give us a shout, want to hang out, let me know, right? So, he drops you a line and says, I've got one day, like this Saturday coming, let's say, uh, I want to see the sights of London, can you take me out for the day? What do you do, Hal? What what's, say, what's your you and Drake's day together look like?
1: I'd say, do you know what, Drake? I am actually free this Saturday. I've got a clear diary, and I would I'd take him for a delicious vegan breakfast. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> At either Black Cat Cafe in Hackney. Oh, yeah, good choice. Or Lily's, which is incredible, and they do, like, pancakes and croissants and stuff. Nice. And, you know, John knows Black Cat's a really cat, like, up
0: Black like, independent
1: these. cafe burgers and curries and milkshakes. So I'd take him for a lovely breakfast, and then I would take him to an improv class <laughs> in the middle of the day. I,
0: I like that you're just trying to make Drake you.
1: Yeah, and then... Basically, I'd want to show him things that he wouldn't necessarily do. So, like, all the fancy, expensive activities that you could do in London, he'd just do that anyway. Yeah, exactly. So, I'd want him to do things that I, maybe just a glimpse into my world. Right. So...
0: Have an argument with your husband.
1: (laughs) Yeah, fall into a wall... Yeah. If you've listened to earlier episodes of this yeah. podcast. Speaking of that, actually, I thought... So me and John have got a really lovely... You know, not to brag. got some really lovely friends, guys. Really yeah. nice friendship group. Very
0: nice social circle.
1: Very nice. Um, we like to call them the Waltham clan.
0: So yeah. big
1: up to the Waltham clan if you're listening. And we have... We Hang ha- on,
0: you've breezed up. Right. We live in Wolfham Forest, or most of us do. Ah, yeah? okay. And the Wu-Tang clan is obviously yes. a very famous hip-hop group. So... I mean, I'm not taking credit for this, although I'm a hundred percent taking credit for this. I said, "Why don't we call ourselves the Waltham Clan when referring to ourselves?" Because
1: we live in Waltham, Waltham Forest.
0: So it's W-A-L hyphen T-H-A-M, which looks very similar to Wu Tang when written down. It
1: is quite good. It's a
0: genius name for our social group. I mean,
1: just to point out, John is the biggest Wu Tang fan ever Big in time. the group. So, Big time. Um, so yeah. So basically, we sometimes have lovely parties, just little casual parties but invariably ends up in someone's living room and me falling on radiators. <laughs> I have been known to do that. So I'd get Drake in maybe John's living room. Yeah. We'd have a party and me and Drake would fall on the radiator yeah. and have a lovely night.
0: Yeah, break your coccyx and yeah. then that'd be it.
1: That'd be the end. Sounds
0: like a hell of a night. Yeah, I'd, I'd do something similar in the sense of like, I'd just want him to see what a normal like London day slash night would be. Um... Because, yeah, he can do all the, like, fancy restaurants and stuff, and he probably has done that. And it's like, but, you know, has he seen, like, a Saturday or a Sunday league team play down, like, Wanstead Flats?
1: That's a good shout.
0: No, he hasn't. Like, imagine... Take him
1: to Leighton Orient. Yeah,
0: exactly. Get him down Leighton Orient. Couple Put of... some bets on. Yeah. You were going
1: to say that, weren't you? Get him
0: in the bookies, mate.
1: Have a pint.
0: Imagine me and Drake waiting for a knacker to come in, like, little accumulator. What's an,
1: oh, acker?
0: Yeah, an acker. I mate. thought you
1: said waiting for a knacker.
0: What's a knacker? Isn't that exactly. someone who kills what, horses? What is a knacker? They, they're, like, the horses go to the knacker's yard to be like turned oh, into glue. that's sad. And you've just brought that up, a vegan as well. Wow, un- classic me. unfucking fucking believable I, right.
1: I agree, John, and I just want Drake to yes-and me <laughs> in an improv workshop.
0: That would be good.
1: Yeah.
0: Great. Okay, two truths, one light is back.
1: Woo! It is back
0: after its little sabbatical for the quiz about Holly, which We're had back. the greatest theme tune of all time. Um, and we did decide, but you've been ill, that you are going to actually create a really cool theme tune for Two Truths, One Life. I
1: will. It's in the pipeline.
0: So watch out for that, because that is going to be Epic. Um, it's be... going
1: to be in the genre of Gretel.
0: Yeah. Oh my God, yes.
1: Shall I? Or yeah. shall I do Classical House?
0: No, Gretel. All the, all okay. day, every day. And then I think what we should do is, every season, so once a year, you change the theme tune for um, Two Truths, One Lie. Okay. Yeah? Alright, cool. Shit is
1: about to get real.
0: Big time. Right, let's do this, son.
1: Two Truths, One Lie. Boom. This week, John Bass, the theme is... Netflix. Ooh,
0: my area of expertise, media.
1: Number 1. The company estimates that users spend just 2 minutes browsing for a title. The first US Netflix Netflix subscription cost $3.99 per month. Netflix was originally called Kibble.
0: Okay, well. So there's a few things here. Number two, absolutely stinks of a holly haul. Uh, oh, it's not actually 3 99 it was £4.99. But we
1: agreed that I'm not doing that anymore. Exactly. I so, can clarify that I'm not doing that anymore. Okay,
0: good. That is good, because that's what stinks. Um, kibble, 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 how do you spell it, mate?
1: Kibble is spelled K-I-B-B-L-E.
0: Okay, Well, I feel like that's fairly believable because brands try and work stuff out at the beginning and sometimes it doesn't work. But then Netflix is such a perfect name for it. Like, it's internet-based flicks, films. Like, it's a good name for it. But then, I don't know, sometimes brands get stuff wrong and call it shit things. Um, What was the first one? Two minutes to browse.
1: Yeah, two minutes on
0: average. See, I think that's a trap because, like... It's notorious that it takes ages for people to do it. So I feel like that most people would be like, oh, well, that's obviously the lie. And I feel like maybe that's true <coughs> as, an av- as an average. Have a little cough there.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. So I'm going to go for the middle one, the pricing. You
1: that's think the, the pricing is a lie? Yeah. I can tell you that that one... Was completely made up by me. Yes. And you are correct, John Bass.
0: Get in. Logic prevails again.
1: It does, but could I just say, I did not find out, oh, what was the price and then change it. It was just a thing I decided to make it the
0: effect. <laughs> Good one. Sort of how the game's supposed to work, isn't no. it really? Um great. Well that was that's gone quite well actually. Quite pleased with that. Thanks very much. Um moving briefly on, shall we? Get into the final story.
1: Final story.
0: Damn son. Um do you know who Maya Jammer is?
1: Yeah. Didn't you tell me about her before?
0: <laughs> that is the classic line. Oh. oh yeah, yeah, you told me about her before. Yeah, go on then.
1: No, no, no. I take it back. I don't know who that is.
0: Okay, Maya Jammer is um a presenter.
1: Oh, she's a presenter. <laughs> no, actually, I do know she didn't she host the circle?
0: Yes, I okay. think she did, yeah. Yeah. Um She's also, not that it really matters, but she's also going out with Stormzy.
1: Is she? Hmm. Oh, she also ho- hosted another dating show.
0: Probably. The she's... one where
1: you had to pretend there were some fake couples and some real couples.
0: Oh, yeah. Basically, and Danny Dyer did the voiceover. I've
1: over. seen so many brilliant, trashy relationship dating shows.
0: And we all know whose yes, fault Natalie that is. Yes,
1: Danny Dyer. Yes, it's your fiancé's fault.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, she's basically, pre- but she also does stuff for uh, BBC One. Um, sorry, BBC Radio One. She does stuff on One Extra, I think, as well. And she's recently just started a show. I think it's the Breakfast Show on uh, Radio One. And she got caught out fantastically. But do you remember um, in The Simpsons when Bart used to ring up Mo's Tavern um, and yeah. he would like say the the comedy names? Yeah. Well, someone's rung up. Radio 1 for, like, a, a shout-out. And she's read it out without really taking in what oh she said. No. So let me just, um, let me play this little clip of um, Maya Jammer getting pranked, son. Andrew in vibes
1: in. Also to Rachel and Hugh Janus, your son or daughter loves this <laughs> Oh, no.
0: So if you didn't hear that, basically, she's reading out a lot, list of things... I'll um, oh, big up to Pete in Maidstone. Big shout out to Steve in Wildstone And then she's like, and also a shout out to Hugh Janus. Your son or daughter loves you. Huge um, anus. I
1: wonder how was that spelled because that's quite clever. Because if you spelt that in a different way than yeah, my... well
0: it's spelt Hugh H U G H. And then Janus J A Y N U S. Okay. Yeah. So huge anus. Mm. Hugh Janus. Really good. Really enjoyed that. Quality um,
1: radio.
0: So, yeah, it really made me laugh. But to be fair, she um, she tweeted afterwards, once like it kind of went viral that she'd read this out, because obviously people noticed this shit and just start going mad about it. And, oh my God, she just got scammed. Basically, she tweeted out uh, a few hours later, uh, just a load of crying face emojis. Uh, and then that love heart saying, my first trick named blooper on Radio 1, he got me good. So, she took it like a champ, to be fair to her. Yeah. Didn't try and, like, get all leery about it. Just, yeah, just... Let it roll like water off a duck's back. Hmm. Um, but it got me thinking, like those sort of retro pun names, like the ones from The Simpsons. About this thing, and I don't know whether it's just something that went on in my school or from my generation, but people used to do this thing where it was, like puns. So they'd say to me, "Oh, have you ever read that book about like falling from high places?" And you'd be like, "No," and I'd be like, "Yeah, by Eileen Dover." Or have you ever heard that? <laughs> have you ever read that book about? Breastfeeding by Nora Titzoff. Oh. Yeah, and all those sort of things. Did you ever like have any of those?
1: I didn't. I did never. I, I'm. Big, oh, I, I did never. Coming back. I did never do any kind of game like that. Oh,
0: no. Right. Can you think of any?
1: Um, yeah. Have you heard? <laughs>
0: <laughs> good one.
1: Didn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, have you read that book about toilets? No. By Ivana Tinkle. <laughs> that's good. Have you read the book about street cleaning? No. By Seymour Butts.
0: Seymour Butts. Yeah,
1: because he sees cigarette butts on the floor. That
0: is terrible. That's
1: good. Um, have you read that book about shy people? No. By Donna. Look me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Donna. Look me.
1: Yeah, Donna. Look me. She's Italian.
0: <laughs> She's Italian. Well, that's slightly xenophobic, but we'll let it go. That's not
1: xenophobic. <laughs> I love Italian people.
0: Good that's what all xenophobes would say um, have you read that book about um, uh, stealing from large uh, corporations
1: no
0: by Robin banks oh I, couldn't, I was going to say have you heard about that book about Robin banks by Robin banks that's a good one <laughs> <laughs> I just couldn't think of another way to say robbing a bank for god's uh. sake um, yeah so if you've got any good ones like that send it to us because when we did uh, up a bum do you remember that hashtag films ruin
1: a film
0: by adding up your episode bum episode
1: 13 I think
0: so we got a lot of good responses for that people coming up with some really funny ones so if you've got any good uh, books with pun authors lay it on us because we want to hear them because they are good fun and top levels um, guess what Hal
1: what
0: we've actually got listener questions
1: woo
0: we've got a massive two so we're going to smash for them ok uh, the one, first one is from at Nick M. Sharp on Twitter. He's also a 30% fighting cock listener.
1: Woo, 30%. So
0: big up yourselves. Uh, he's put, Random listener question. I'm a massive fan of seasoned food of varying guises and I'm a little addicted to chilies. Aren't we all? But I'm also a fan of the bland. I do especially love a car's table water biscuit. <laughs> Which is a fine... It sounds like we're like agony aunts
1: and uncles. Yeah,
0: I've tried to read it in that style. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, And then he's put, what's your favourite bland food? Now, I live in a house with my fiancé, whose uh, family heritage is Scottish and Jamaican. So, there is quite a lot of...
1: Delicious s- haggis. Delicious
0: spicy haggis in <laughs> our house. Now, there's quite a lot of... Um, we're very big seasoned food fans... So, it's quite hard to find a dish that's bland. But that being said, I do like certain things that would be regarded as bland. Like, I love a Jacob's cracker with just a bit of butter on.
1: That is bland.
0: So bland. I also like how you
1: prefix this section with how good your taste is. Yeah. To then give us the bland. It's like yeah. guys, guys, guys. I, I like my flavors. Yeah. However. It's a
0: bit like going. I'm not racist, but yeah. and then saying really bad. It's like <laughs> that. It's like I, I love seasoned food, but I love crackers. <laughs> <laughs> I love cucumbers as well. Hmm.
1: Um, what about uh, you, Mick? What did you say? You said a cracker. I uh, yeah, that's good. Jacob's cracker would ja, better. Yeah,
0: just a Jacob's. Cracker that is with a good. Bite shout. It's really very nice. bland, and, but
1: very nice. And yeah. the textures are
0: nice. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, cucumber as well
1: cucumber's good it's
0: just water isn't it really?
1: would you just
0: eat a whole cucumber uh a whole cucumber seems excessive what but if you
1: were starving and oh yeah nothing in the house apart from one cucumber
0: <laughs> what if you were starving would you eat food uh <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah of course
1: okay
0: um i'd like to i like slicing them up and then dipping it and stuff though but then again you're losing the season factor but yeah i yeah. would eat i would eat like slices of cucumber yeah slices slices
1: long slices or round slices. always
0: round for cucumber
1: okay yeah i'm into the long ones sometimes you know when you chop it oh yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> not for a while though <laughs> not since you have married anyway <laughs>
1: no no uh, we're anyway, moving on um, okay what's my favorite bland food yeah, i need a bowl of rice with nothing on it
0: bang Good you go
1: not
0: raw. <laughs> <laughs> Good one, yeah, imagine that. Raw oh. rice. Ah, oh. savage. Okay, another uh, question from another 30% patron of The Fighting Cock. Big up The Fighting Cock. Uh, Jenna underscore Tassie, a.k.a. Navi the Fairy.
1: Ooh, chugga chugga choo choo lady.
0: Exactly, the chugga chugga choo choo lady herself. Uh, she's for uh, last week you discussed funny words. Are there any words you absolutely hate hearing? Most often I hear people say moist. My most hated word is flaccid, which is a... That is grim, to be fair. Yeah. Any ones that you don't like, mate?
1: The first word that popped into my head was exquisite. And I don't think I hate it. Right. But I think in the right circumstance and the right mood from me, I think I'd find it annoying. I don't know. You know if someone was just, like, really, like... Enjoying their words, Yeah. You just feel a bit like cringy. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I have a word that I hate. Do I don't. You? I don't
0: like the word septum. Oh. Yeah.
1: That's not nice. That's
0: gross. And I know this is not really the question, but I also really hate it when people say uh, Pacific when they mean specific.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: That is fucking mental. The Pacific is a fucking ocean, mate. To be specific.
1: You tell him, John. Yeah.
0: So that winds me up when people are like, oh, yeah, you know, like, specifically this. No, 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 absolutely not.
1: I don't like it when people use myself in the wrong context. Yeah,
0: go on, give us an example. I don't
1: know, like, it might not even be wrong, but when people say, oh, myself and my colleague. Yeah, it should it
0: should be be my, my colleague, colleague and, and I, I. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's maybe like a grammar thing.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's uh, words-wise, there's probably a few that I just think are... Gross, but I'm like struggling to think of them. They obviously don't annoy me that much.
1: Yeah.
0: Where they're just like, fuck off, I hate that word. Um, yeah, I can't think of any no. others. But um, yeah, as well, like just send us a list of words you don't like.
1: What's your favourite word?
0: My favourite? Um, savage.
1: Savage is good.
0: Yeah. And do you know what? I know I keep talking about it, but there's a guy in the 30% chat and his last name is Savage.
1: That is a cool surname. Ross
0: Savage. And guess what? He puts the most disgusting... Grot videos in that chat. So he lives up to his name. Savage by name, Savage by Nature, mate. Yeah. Absolute hero. So yeah, big up yourself, Ross. Yeah. Um Alright, well that was that was alright, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, that was alright, wasn't
0: it? Your voice held up alright to be yeah. fair.
1: Yeah.
0: well done Um alright. Well let's um let's get your sort of final thoughts or whatever you fucking think. What is.
1: I've learned this
0: week. Yeah, that. We'll do that, shall we? Yeah.
1: Week on man's not what I've learned that Gretel is going to be hitting the charts. I'm getting my coat because Drake's coming on the lash with Wolfham Clan after a game at the Orient. And John and I are off to read some books. by John, a look at me?
0: Well, that's it, mate. Another episode done.
1: Episode complete.
0: Episode complete, indeed. Um, do you know what? I have got to ask you a question. About pranks, you know, we're talking about Maya Jammer and getting pranked. Yeah. Pranks. Um, have you ever been involved in any like good pranks?
1: Yeah. So, this is quite bad, but John and Rianne had a sign, like a print, in their house. Ah. Uh. And uh, it's it said "Good Vibes Only." So I thought it'd be really funny to one day take it from their house and hide it um, somewhere else. So I took it off the wall and like hid it in a cupboard, (laughs) and then didn't say anything about it, and then the next, after John and Rihanna visited me one day, I noticed that, because I've got like a high toilet cistern, and I noticed that there it was, right at the top, by the ceiling, Yep. and this just continued, basically just hiding it in each other's houses. Yeah,
0: it became a game where you hid it in our own house, because you guys were living with us and then we were like where's that picture and then we found it in a really random I can't even remember I think it was, I put it
1: in your underwear drawer once
0: <laughs> yeah that was it who so
1: found that Re.
0: and she was like what the fuck what are you
1: just going for some pants and Yeah. Then...
0: and went, what is this doing in here <laughs> uh, so then we decided that this would be a lot of fun by taking it around to each other's houses once you guys had bought your house and moved yeah. out and seeing if we could find it and see how long it would take you to find it
1: do you know what's funny? In the peak of that, I thought this was going to just escalate forever. <laughs> and sadly, it didn't. I, th- I feel like it was it was your turn and it never got reciprocated. Well, that's what you think, mate. Well, my I, I consulted my dad on this. <laughs> right. And I said, look, dad, there's this prank going down. This is what's happened. How can I escalate this? Because I think my dad probably was a bit of a prankster back in his day. Yeah. So he told me, and I'm going to just tell you this now because this... Games ended between us. Wow, okay. He told me to go to your house when you weren't in, yeah. get the picture and photocopy it, Right. put it into many frames right. and just dot them all around your house.
0: That's not bad. Do you know what my, my next move was? Yeah. My next move was to basically take a photo of it, uh, publish it uh, online and in every news, local newspaper with your mobile numbers saying, um, like, available for sale, uh, please contact <laughs> immediately, for, like, for free, basically. <laughs> so you just got constant prank calls going, hi, oh, I've seen that picture you've got for sale, and you're just be like, what are you talking about?
1: Right. First question. <laughs> First of all, who's advertising a print yeah. in a local newspaper with a phone number?
0: Mate. John, Mate. this is
1: 2019.
0: People still get the Friday ad, bruv. People still read the Leighton Stone news.
1: Right, who's buying a photo frame from a newspaper? They're not
0: buying it, you're giving it away. And your number's on there, so they can call you and pick it up. And I I did say online as well. So Facebook groups and shit like that. But
1: you did say newspapers. Yeah, as
0: well. A maximum exposure. What are you
1: selling in newspapers, John?
0: Free print. Yeah,
1: but what are you selling? Because I think this goes deeper. What what am I selling? You're selling things in newspapers.
0: Advertising man's not what, mate? New podcast hits late in Stone.
1: I mean that would be bloody brilliant. Magic podcast advertising a newspaper. Shall
0: we see how much it costs to take out <laughs> an effort and see what up in the
1: London Evening Standard. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let's do it. I'm going gonna inquire how much it costs, like for our local newspaper in like. If Warfram not, should we Post... set up
1: a crowdfunder yeah. on our podcast yeah. for you guys listening to fund our ad.
0: Yeah. And then we'll see how much money we've got. Probably about £2.50. See what sort of advert we can get going. That'd be good. All right. Well, let's do that then. We'll put a little campaign. All right, Peep, have you got anything to plug, mate?
1: Um, no.
0: Mate, fucking grow up.
1: I mean, I'm filming some stuff for some comedy sketches that I'm making. Over oh the weekend. yeah, that's exciting. The content's not available yet. though. No,
0: and what? How are you going to release it? Are you going to do it on YouTube? Or what's yeah, the plan?
1: YouTube, probably on my own YouTube, and then maybe set up a separate one because it's me and a friend who are making them. So. Excellent.
0: So people keep your eyes out. I guess we will talk about that. Um, yeah,
1: probably closer to May. Yeah. Sort of time.
0: All right. So we'll and, talk about that.
1: And you, John? Anything to plug?
0: Um nothing major, just the same usual stuff. Oh actually, no, I have. Um Notorious POD, my hip hop podcast, got some amazing guests lined up. Um I've got a guy who uh works for Bleacher Report football, who's a massive hip hop head, and he has got a little podcast series called Crate 808, which is a bit like room 101 for hip hop albums. Oh, yeah. And it's gonna be like a featured series, so I think it's like six or eight episodes. And people come on and basically they bring an album to the table that they want to be sort of saved in Crate 808 and then they argue and debate it. Um, so he's coming on. And then I've got one of, uh, if not the greatest UK battle rapper of all time. He's the only man in history to defend a UK, uh, to defend a rap battle tournament twice. Wow. Yeah, he's rap royalty in this country. Uh, Tony D of the po- uh, Poisonous Poets crew.
1: Nice. So
0: he's coming on to talk about uh, Reasonable Doubt, Jay Z's debut album. So that's going to be exciting. So lots to come. I'll keep you posted. If you like hip hop, check it out, bruvs.
1: Like and subscribe.
0: Yeah, exactly. Also, can you lot just like rate and review us? Because <laughs> John's. Accurate. I'm livid, mate. Because the only way. John's
1: bad cop. So here's a bad yeah. cop pitch. Yeah.
0: So basically, don't do it. If you don't do it, I'll track you down, smash your face in. Break your property. Um, I'll list your telephone numbers in Friday ad and your local newspapers.
1: And guys, if you could please <laughs> go onto our, our, you know, podcast section and like us and um, give us five stars, please. Yeah.
0: No. Seriously. Just yeah. Just be nice to us. Rate us. Review us. And leave lovely comments. Um, yeah. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll enjoy see. You.
1: The West- the, the, west, the west
0: of your week the
1: west of your week <laughs> everyone um, listening got a bit Jonathan Ross yeah
0: a little bit Rossy there um, we'll be back normal next week so we're gonna we'll be back together again in a couple of days then we might as
1: well just carry on podcasting yeah. from now until Sunday just
0: keep rolling until then um, we are now gonna record a little bonus episode for you that'll be up at the same time so you can enjoy that uh, and it'll be a lot of fun so we'll see you beautiful people
1: Bye. next week peace